to Bibby, has the open shot. Welcome to the King's Insider Podcast on CSNCalifornia.com. Sponsored by Max Muscle Sports Nutrition. Introducing your host, Sacramento King's Insider, James Ham. Welcome to the NBC Sports King's Insider Podcast. I am James Ham. We got a big day on the podcast today, and I promise guests coming into this season, we're going to get all kinds of guests. Today we have one of the greatest Sacramento Kings of all time. Mr. Peja Stoyakovich. Peja, how are you? You got your coffee? You're ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. It's, uh, it's a good day. Uh, it's all good, man. <laughs> excited, uh, ex- excited about the season. Uh, it's, uh, we're starting next week, so uh, can't wait. All right, so training camp opens on Tuesday. We've got media day on Monday. But you guys made a, a a really nice hire on on Thursday, and you brought in Galen Duncan. Uh, he he worked for ten years with the Detroit uh, the Detroit Lions. He actually did work for the Detroit Pistons before that. But you guys are doing something that I, I love. I know you guys have always had a team that helps out with developing young players, but this is another layer. This is another step. You you brought in a vice president of Kings Academy and professional development. What is it that you're hoping to get from this new position, especially with all these young players coming into the club? Well, I know it's first of all, I, we we all work as a, as as a group, as as the one. Uh, we we try to uh, uh, help each other as a as a organization, but definitely uh, uh, this hire is experience at uh, at that level of mentoring. Uh, uh, young uh, athletes and enabling them uh, uh, to continue uh, to be great people and uh, not only on the court but off the court as well and, as, and also uh, trying to figure out what other interests uh, athletes have uh, in early age and, and try to navigate uh, their interests and, and, and have, them in the, have them going in the right direction. It seems like you're trying to build well-rounded people not just players but well-rounded professionals he's here to you know with the rest of you guys to teach guys you know how to be a professional how to how to dress right how to act right on social media how to act right in public uh, but also uh, how to say no to family members how to how to pay bills how to get into an apartment all of these things right it's just another layer of support that you guys are trying to provide uh, this young core that you guys have that's that's correct. You you said it right, James. It's uh, it's it's not about uh, uh, catering uh, guys. It's about enabling them uh, to go out there and and, and, and be great citizens and uh, be great role models out in the community, and and, and also know how to, know how to carry themselves. So it's. Uh, it's a it's a great move, and uh, we have lots of young guys, and uh, hopefully everything uh, everything will be okay. It, it really does seem like this summer has been about building support for for the whole franchise. So you guys 
Uh, of course, Scott Perry was there for a short while, but you replaced him with Brandon Williams. Uh, you brought in Luke Bourne, uh, and, and now we have another piece here. You, you brought in Phil Ricci to help with the coaching staff. Is that what this, this offseason to you has been about? It's about providing even the veterans that you brought in the right kind of support to bring this young group along? Definitely. We are trying to improve in every aspect. Uh, uh, we try to, uh, to help our guys to, to develop not only on the court but off the court just to have all necessary tools for them to be successful. You know, you guys have five rookies coming in. Uh, we'll get to the first four uh, at, at, to start here. Last year, you made uh, a comparison in our preseason. We had another one of these last year, and you told me that Scal Lebissier reminded you of a of a young Chris Bosh. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But then the more I saw him play, the more I, I see where you're coming from. But this young group that you have coming in, how excited are you? And is there anyone that you see that stands out that, that reminds you of someone that, that you've played against or that you've scouted? Uh, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the discussion that we have every day. You know, it's, uh, every day we see something from those young guys that reminds us of, of one of the greats that have played in our league. Uh, uh, you, you said it right. There's uh, there's the things that Skull reminds you of, of Chris uh, Chris Bosch. Uh, then you see some other things from uh, Harry Giles, uh, uh, from uh, Papa Yanis, uh, uh, from Justin Jackson, all the way to fr- Frank Mason. It's Darren uh, uh, Fox, and then the, you know, and we have another another rookie who's a little bit more experienced rookie coming from Serbia. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic. So it's uh, and and also the the, the addition of few veterans that can uh, be out there uh, and and support yeah our young core. But uh, every, every day every day it's uh, it's fun every day it's uh, it's fun for us. It's a great process uh, watching those kids uh, grow. Uh, you know there are days we are not doing. Uh, they're not doing well, uh, but they're trying. Uh, but that's that's the process. That's the process of them uh, growing, understanding the game, uh, and uh, we are we are sticking to it, and uh, uh, we are supporting them. You know, I, you talked about De'Aaron Fox there for a second. He's the guy who's getting all the publicity. He's the guy who, you know, of course, he's the fifth overall pick, and everyone's super excited. But he's got a, a rookie alongside him with Frank Mason. Now there are going to be games. I've talked to guys within the organization. They they said there are going to be games where you're going to see Frank Mason play more than De'Aaron Fox just because of the experience level. You got a 19 year old kid versus a 23 year old guy who who absolutely knows how to play the game and what his role is and who he is as a player. How interesting is that for you to see these two young point guards come in, uh, very contrasting styles, but they both have a lot to give. Yeah, you said right. The the different styles, but they, in in a way, they complement each other. Uh, the Aaron is just uh, unbelievable speed, speed, length. Uh, he finishes the great around the rim. Uh, obviously, there's a there's a room for him to to improve. Uh, we are definitely excited what he brings to the table. But as you mentioned, Frank is. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more experienced, a little bit more mature. Uh, 
maybe maybe a little bit more physically ready uh, for the for the duration of the season. But it's it's something that coach will decide. You know, it's uh, we also don't don't forget that we also have a George Hill. Uh, of course. That, uh, so I, I think for those two young uh, guys, it would be great to 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 learn from George and uh, and, and go from there. It's. Uh, Definitely, they they're gonna play first 10, first 15 uh, games, and, and and they might get excited, they might get disappointed, uh, but it, there's still going to be 60 plus games left. So uh, it's it's a long season. Uh, we expect them. Uh, uh, we expect them not to be as, as consistent, uh, which is normal in in a, in a process where you're developing and allowing them to to grow, but. Uh, but we really believe in them. Okay, there's a guy that you guys drafted that I think is probably the biggest wild card in the draft, and that's Harry Giles. And for those people who, who haven't got to see much of him because he only played, I don't know, what, seven minutes a game at Duke, what is it that you're seeing behind the scenes, and how far away from you know being a part of, of the rotation? I, I mean, I'm hearing like a year or two, you guys want to really take it slow with him with his knees, but how far away is he in your mind? Well, he, uh, you have to understand that you probably know that he hasn't played basketball in the last year and a half, two years, because of uh, because of his injuries. Uh, he has uh, all the potential in the world. Uh, he just reminds you of a lot of different players. I can give you one uh, who was uh, here with us in Sacramento. He's a great, he's a great passer, a willing passer. He has a great feel for the game. Uh, great athlete. Uh, it, he, he's not just an athlete. He's, uh, he's, he's very, very uh, skilled. Uh, and and our job is to to, to develop that uh, skill, to to help him grow and uh, help him improve. And obviously. As you said, you know he hasn't played a lot of games, and uh, we are definitely uh, pay attention uh, uh, on his uh, physical strength and, uh, and, and the way he feels and and, and goes uh, go day by day. You're gonna love this, but the only thing that cut out your entire answer there was perfect, except for when you got to the name to compare him to. You clipped out for about two seconds. I'm assuming you said Chris Weber, but maybe you said someone else. Yes, yes. No, no. I said I said a Chris Weber. I said a Chris Weber because uh, just uh, big hands, uh, great feel for the game, uh, great passer, willing passer, uh, great athlete. Uh, at, at that age, it's uh, it's very rare. That's right. So the the real I I came to your PR guys because there's there's one specific player I want to talk about with you specifically, and that is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, and, and it's not because you know I, it's specifically because you've been through this before as a player where you were a young guy you'd played professionally in Europe for years by the time you came over to the NBA. But what is that transition like? What can you tell him to expect when you go from being the man who's, 
you know, winning silver medals at the Olympics, uh, winning tournaments with Fenerbahce, uh, you know, taking your team all the way to the Euro Basket Finals, uh, and then all of a sudden you're a rookie and you're coming into a team that's got plenty of guys at your position and you're going to have to fight for a minute. What is it that you can impart on him as a guy who's been through this as a young player? Uh, different world, different world. And he's going to come uh, to a point where he's going to realize that uh, not a lot of people in the U.S. care about all those accomplishments until you until you step on a court here and start proving yourself. Uh, first of all, starting with your teammates and, 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 and go from there. Uh, but definitely, Bogdan is a uh, 25-year-old uh, guy who's, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, having uh, or had great European uh, career, and he's uh, starting a new chapter here. Uh, I have a, I had a conversation with him uh, over the summer league, and, and I think the few things that he's going to need to adjust, uh, adjust to it, it's. Uh, it's the pace and the, and the length of, of, of our league. Uh, and obviously the spacing, which uh, at the moment uh, he will realize that it's, it's way, way better for him to operate uh, while he's uh, playing on top of the key, playing pick and roll and running, running, the, running the team. So he's going to have some issues in transitioning over. Uh, you talked about the speed and the length of the game. But how far is he behind just because he hasn't been here and he's been he's continued to play overseas for all throughout the summer? I mean, he just finished this last weekend. But, you know, a lot of these young guys have been here for a couple of months. Is he behind the curve a little bit with these guys? I don't think so. I think I think the only only thing for him is uh, 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 learning Coach Yeager, uh, as, I, as I mentioned before, uh, adapting to the uh, to the speed and, and the length of our league uh, and uh, I, I think he's going to enjoy the uh, uh, NBA game more than actually European game It's going to allow him he's going to have more room to operate he'll he'll see that spacing is uh, so much better here and the rules are different as far as uh, as far as three seconds goes and uh, in the paint and, and he'll have much more room to operate so I think he'll 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 be ready for that. I think I think uh, uh, physically and mentally he's he's ready for the transition. Uh, the might be some small adjustments off the court where you know he's just adapting to a, a life in a new country, new culture. But uh, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue. How big is it that he has you and Vlade to to bounce ideas off of and to talk about the experience and and really, I, I mean, if he needs to talk in a different language and just kind of get get back to his basics, how how nice is it that he has two guys there that can really communicate with him and help him through this process? Uh, I mean, well, it's uh, for me, it was it was great coming in, having Vlad uh, to to have somebody from your country to talk about uh, issues that you may face uh, on the court. And off the court as well, but uh, that's something that you have to ask him. You know, it's uh, uh, are we gonna be there for him? I mean, uh, anytime that he advice or 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 anything, uh, we're gonna be there for him, as as we are for all our young guys. So nothing, nothing is uh, nothing's changing. 
okay, the, I, I don't want to keep you all day, but uh, you brought in four guys from blue chip programs, uh, guys that have been winners uh, throughout their careers. They, they've always been winners. You bring in Bogdan, who is also... Uh, what he's done as far as you know, taking his teams in the European game this last year is just remarkable. And almost every level, he he's just absolutely dominated. How much is bringing in? Uh, they're young, but they're young and they're hungry and they're all winners and they're not used to losing. How how nice is it to have that coming in? You you said it right. They're coming from uh, great programs, uh, well coached. Uh, so for for them, for them uh, uh, stepping into something bigger, big challenge. Uh, also there, uh, the the habits are there. So I don't I don't worry about them. But you also mentioned uh, Bogdan, and Bogdan is probably. The, the out of all those young guys, probably the most proven uh, on, on, in that aspect as far as playing big games and uh, and winning big games. But you said it. You said it. All, all those young guys are coming from uh, well-coached teams, and uh, uh, I, I don't see any problems uh, for them uh, uh, coming to this level. So. You know, I, I want to ask you, you mentioned that him and the pick and roll and the spacing. Is there a player that, that he kind of, you see when you watch him play? Because for me, he's more versatile than any any of the wings that you guys have. He's a guy who can run an offense, a guy who's played point guard uh, at the shooting guard position. He's got good size for the position, but he he just really he can score at all three levels he can take you to the to the hoop he's got a floater he can pull up with a crossover and a step back 18 foot jumper he can shoot the three ball he's really versatile on the offensive end right very very he's uh, he i think he can play all three positions at times i think he's uh, uh he's a shooting guard that can uh, at times bring the ball up run, run the run the set but also, depending who we play, I think he can step in and play small forward as well. Uh, and I have never—I I was thinking about uh, who who he plays like, but uh, maybe I don't know. I, I don't—I don't want to say any names. And but uh, definitely, you—you he, 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 he said he's—he's he's probably the the out of our young guys, the most all-around player that we have. All right. Well, Peja, thank you so much for the time. I look forward to seeing you all through training camp. Uh, it's an exciting year, right? This year is about development. It's not so much about wins and losses, although wins would be nice. But you guys are focused on developing this young team, and I think Kings fans are going to appreciate that. Yep. It's all about the process, developing, but as well uh, competing. Uh, I, th- I think it's... Uh... Uh, I think it's important for those uh, for our young players to understand uh, understand the competition and only with the hard work and uh, competing each and every night you're gonna get better. Perfect. All right, the incredible Peja Stoyakovich. Thanks so much for dropping by. Thank you. Thanks, James. Take care. Welcome back to the Kings Insider Podcast on NBC Sports California. I am James Ham. Joining me, 
I, in the first half of the, the podcast, I, I was able to land one Sacramento Kings legend, Mr. Pages Stoyakovich. In the second half of the podcast, I have another Kings legend, my good friend, Doug Christie. DC, what's going on, man? How are you? I am doing fantastic, Ham, man. I hope you had a good summer, bro. And I am ready to rumble, man. How about yourself? I'm ready, too. Uh, it, it looks like on Monday we're... We're going to have a little live stream. Me and Coz are going to go like all day at Media Day from like 2 to 4 on uh, on Facebook Live and on, on the live stream on the site. So, I mean, we're ready, man. I, Media Day is here. Training uh, training camp starts on Tuesday. Uh, how? What are your feelings coming into this season? It's all so young and fresh. I am up. Optimistic, my man. I am excited and very optimistic, actually, with the ability to go down. Uh, Coach Yeager was gracious enough to allow me to come down and see some of the workouts, and uh, I- I'm very optimistic. I love what I see out of these young guys. They are getting after it. Uh, the addition of Zach, George Hill, uh, Vince Carter, I like that because at all three areas, interior with Zach, uh, point guard with George Hill, and obviously the wing players with Vince, they're going to get some well-needed tutelage. The coaching staff is ready to roll, and these guys seem to be eager and excited to play some basketball, man. So I am I, I haven't been this hyped and excited since I've been back to Sacramento to watch a young team get after it. Yeah, it feels like everything is kind of new, and from what I've seen, uh, I love the Scott Perry hire early in summer, but Scott had to move on to bigger and better things because he got a, an offer he couldn't refuse. I like the Brandon Williams edition. Uh, they they went out and they brought in Galen Duncan this week, which to me is like an incredible hire to go out and get a, a guy who knows how to bring young talent along and how to, how to teach them the ropes of life. I thought that was a great hire. Luke Bourne is a nice hire. Uh, you know, adding Phil Rishi to the coaching staff is a nice hire. Uh, it, it sort of seemed like they're finally getting it that they have to invest money in order to make money with this team. You know, invest so they can they can be ready for bigger and better things in two or three years, right? Yeah, you know, really, I think that the Vlade has a uh, a nice universal look at life just him as as a man and leading this thing as the general manager and understanding the different parts and pieces, looking around the league at maybe models and then obviously using from our team in the early 2000s to understand the vision of what you want to do, how you want to develop guys, how you need to develop a team, the type of people uh, that you need to hire to have around that team. And you can see Slowly, everything is starting to to lock and step right in file, and it's an exciting time. If you are a Sacramento Kings fan, a part of the organization, this is an exciting time. You know, Doug, you you said you were able to go out and and look at some of these guys. Uh, Most of the players have been in town for a couple of weeks. Some of them have been in town all summer long. I mean, I've seen Scal multiple times, Willie. Uh, Papi Giannis was in town for a long time before he had to go go play. Uh, Malachi has has been in town. Um, you know, it, it sort of seemed like they're trying to bond. They're trying to do the right things as young players. What have you seen from this young group when you've got to sort of you know watch and, and kind of get your eyes on what they look like on the court? 
Well, first things first, the competitiveness, I, I like to see that. And knowing him that they are two and sometimes three deep at positions lets you know that day in and day out there's going to be somebody pushing you. And I can remember, and I think that that's where Vlade's mindset comes in because that's what we had. And every day the second group will be pushing the first group, and if we weren't ready to play, they would smack us around. As far as uh, individuals, I, I really like what I see out of Willie Colley-Stein so far. I have been ultra, ultra impressed with his uh, leadership, his work ethic. Uh, he comes in, he stays late, he's getting up shots, and then watching his game, it just seems like it has absolutely flourished. Uh, when you go through the young players and you talk about uh, the, the rookies, I love what I see out of Justin Jackson. You know, I wasn't quite sure because I didn't get a real good sample size, and then I watched him play in the summer league. And now to get to see him in person, I mean, he shoots the outside shot defensively. He's solid. He, he makes little runners and different things like that. I, so I love what I see. I am a huge, huge Frank Mason fan. Um, I watched his workout, and I said right away, uh, he's not going to be there when the Kings pick in the second round, so forget about it. So to find him there was an absolute steal, my friend. I, and, and I'm more impressed every time I watch him. The young man is an absolute professional. I think that he is going to do quite well in the NBA. Uh, and you know how I feel about De'Aaron Fox. I, I you were on the De'Aaron Fox good. train. Yeah, you were on that train <laughs> so early. It was like you were saying Fox, Fox, Fox. Now, I had Dennis Smith. You had Fox. I, I still like Dennis Smith, but go ahead. You tell us about Fox. Go ahead. No, no. I, I, I cannot argue with you about Dennis Smith Jr. I think that out of everyone, the New York Knicks are probably going to be slapping themselves the hardest uh, unless Frank Natilakina turns out to be some type of stud, which we'll have to wait and see on that one. But when we talk about De'Aaron Fox, we talk about speed, we talk about skill, we talk about defense, we talk about heart and desire, all mixed in one young player and just a really good kid at the same time. And then last but not least, when you look at that group, Pam, you throw in Harry Giles and Man, oh, man, Harry Giles made me stand up and raise one leg. I looked like a crane standing on a sideline. He tried to throw down a dunk that he had no business trying, but he, he gave it a shot, <laughs> and this was a game-time dunk. But his ability and skill set, Ham, you know, obviously he goes through high school. He only plays six games in college, so you don't really know with the knee injuries. But now I think uh, I hear he is totally healthy. I watch him out there playing. He gets in. He mixes it up a high level of skill mixed with, you know, a 6'11 frame and a lot of athleticism that just speaks volumes to the ability for him to continue to develop. And with the depth on this team, they have the ability to allow him to go to Reno and allow him to develop slowly and make sure that he is solid before he hits the court. You know what I love? Uh, when I had Peja on last year, he told me that uh, Scal LeBissier reminded him of Chris Bosch. And I thought, whoa, that's crazy. And then once he took the court and we got to see him, you know, although it was in a small sample size, you're like, hey, I kind of see it. So I asked Peja, I said, now, what do you think about Harry Giles? Who do you see? And he dropped the biggest name I've ever thought I, I, I couldn't believe. He said he reminds him of a, a young Chris Weber. He said his, he's got huge hands, his understanding of the game, his feel for the game is just different than, than other people 
and he's just got so much potential. Uh, the knees are, of course, going to be an issue. They're going to be a concern throughout his career. Um, but certainly, this is a kid who has unlimited potential. And the Kings are are really smiling and kind of, you know, a little giddy behind the scenes that they got this kid. As well, they should be. I, I think you, you can see some Webb in him. You can see some Amari Stoudemire in him. Uh, there are players, uh, I mean, he can pass the ball better than I would have ever thought. He rebounds the basketball. He has a nice 15 to 17 foot jump shot. He's continuing to work on and he attacks and, and just attacks the rim. So uh, you pair that with the ability to get a shot off and have some handles and man, you have a, a player. Those, if he hadn't hurt his knee, uh, he, he's a top pick uh, just automatically. So to have that type of talent, I think is is tremendous for the Kings. You mentioned um, uh, Scal Lebissier and Scal in summer league. I don't think showed as well as he might have liked, but watching him, you can tell he's been working on it. He's continuing to improve. The jump shot is absolutely sweet with the touch. Uh, and man, I, I, you know how I feel about Scal. I've, I've liked him ever since. He's a great kid. He works extremely hard. So I see his his horizon and his future being bright. Yeah, and you know, I did get to see Harry Giles throw down one of those dunks that you're talking about in a game action against Jakar Sampson, and holy cow. I mean, he stared down Jakar yeah. Sampson and said, you see that? I just hammered the ball on you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, the, that's the point. The, all the, the, the chatter and the looking at each other, and that's a chippy type of environment that you have to have, and the the the... The stick that stirs the drink down there, his name is Buddy Hills, and I will have to give Buddy his credit. Buddy is getting buckets. He is aggressive. He is strong. He's taking uh, conditioning out of the equation. He works relentlessly. At one point, I thought he even worked too hard, but I don't think that that's possible. The one thing that you know about Buddy is he's going to turn over every possible stone to make sure that he is the best player that, that he can possibly be, and I like what I see out of Buddy Hill. He can knock down some shots. You know, uh, we've talked about all of the rookies and most of the second-year guys, but we, we've glanced over one, and I was able to ask Peja in the first half of the podcast about coming to the U.S. as a foreign-born player, trying to fit in, uh, going from being a superstar where you are to all of a sudden – you're fighting, I mean, he's three deep at that position. He's going to be fighting for minutes with Garrett Temple and, and with Malachi Richardson and with Buddy Heald at the two. But Bogdan Bogdanovich, he's a winner, man. It, it's absolutely crazy to see what he's done in Europe this year. Every single tournament, every single time you get to see him play, he's making his way to the finals of whatever tournament it is, even if it's the Olympics, uh, you know, Eurobasket, uh, whatever it is. And the thing I, I want to ask you is something I asked Peja. Uh, you're going to have a different perspective on this because he's a kid who came over as a very young man and had to adjust and learn how to live in the NBA and learn how to, you know, really learn how to live in, in the United States. Uh, you got to see that, maybe not Peja year one, year two, but you got to see Hito at a young age and you got to see other players throughout your career who come into the league and again they go from a number one somewhere in another part of the world 
and all of a sudden they've got to fit in. What is that like to watch these guys, and and how do you how do you help them as a teammate, bring them along and bring them into the fold? Well, you know, like for instance, when you look first of all, when you look at Bogdan, the, the ability for him to have Vlade and Tasia, they speak the same language, they know all the same people. I think that is an invaluable, invaluable thing for him to have as a young man. But for take Page, I mean, uh, take Hito for instance, and Hito came over. You know, Hito uh, spoke English, but it was broken. And more than anything, you you you. You allow basketball to be the conduit between you, and it's the thing that speaks every day because that's the one language that we're – that's why we're here, and we both speak that language. So that is the one key. The, the help is if, if I'm here for you because you're my brother, and if there's anything that you need, if you want to come over for dinner, if you want to meet and go someplace when we're on the road, you hang out, you allow them – to, you know, at their own pace, try to try to find things. But with with Peja and Vlade here for Bogdan, I think that that is going to help him ham uh, immensely. And, you know, when you look at him, the one thing that I wanted to see right away when the Olympics came around, I wanted to see him on the court, and I wanted to see if he belonged. And I thought that uh, it, it jumped right out at me. I thought that the speed didn't seem to be too much, the strength. Yeah, he wasn't scared. He was ready to, to go after who, whoever it was in front of him. And now when I look at him as a player and watch his development, I'm, I'm truly impressed with because he isn't just a scorer. He isn't just one thing. I, I look at him kind of in similar as myself. He, he can play defense. He's going to get his teammates involved. He can knock down the outside shot. Uh, he's a smart player. He plays with his head. He knows how to play the game of basketball. And when you pair all of that together, Ham, and interestingly enough, when you pair that with everything that the Kings need, I really think he fits a lot of the needs that the, that the Kings have is, uh, you know, he can help facilitate for Buddy. He can understand the game and on pick and rolls get um, – you know, scowl and get Willie involved. So I, I, I like what I see out of Bogdan. And then you mentioned the fact that he's a winner. You can see it everywhere that he goes. He is either in the finals and the semifinals and he produces when he's there. Yeah, I'm just, I love his game. I love watching him play. I think his ability to play in the pick and roll is something that the Kings just really, they did not have last year. They did not have a guard that can do what he can do in the pick and roll. Uh, he's a great outlet passer. He, he finds his teammates on, on the skip pass. He sets up the big man. He's got a floater. He's got an 18-foot jumper. He's got a killer crossover. Uh, you know, he's got almost every trick in the bag. And he's 25. I think when you look at this Kings team, they're so young and inexperienced. He's not young uh, as far as, you know, when you look at De'Aaron Fox coming in at 19, um, and, and he's got so much more experience than any of these guys playing against international, uh, you know, competition, playing at the biggest stage at the Olympics. So I really, I do like what he's going to bring. I don't know how Dave Yeager is going to fit all these guys in. I think it's, uh, they got a lot of talent this year. It's a lot of inexperienced talent, but still a lot of talent. But I, I'm really intrigued to see sort of the, the melting pot that, that Yeager is able to, you know, put all these guys in and swirl them around and see who comes out on top and see who earns their minutes. And I think earning minutes is something that 
you know, that is so crucial to a young player's development. And it's something, again, I, I, I'm not sure that the Kings had that opportunity last year for guys to earn minutes. So I think that's a good thing as well. Now, Doug, the the older guys, you've you've known all of these guys, uh, especially Vince. You've known Vince forever. Um, how much can they bring to the table still, especially Zebo and Vince, you know, who are, uh, you know, Vince is, he'll turn 41 during the season and, uh, and, and Zebo's 36 years old. How much can they help this team? Uh, I think they can help tremendously when I just watching Vince play, um, you know, the, the younger guys were playing, he, he was sitting on the side and, and we were chatting and what have you. And then to watch him get out there. And a lot of the things that him and I were observing and we're talking about as soon as he hit the floor, he began to help those guys look here, easy buckets on the back door cuts and different things. And then to be able to transcend so many different things from being a superstar coming in as a rookie, uh, to going to an everyday player, to going to, uh, a six man and, and ultimately a bench player. He's experienced so many different things that for those wing players and just the young players in general, he is going to be able to him help them immensely. When you talk about Zebo, that is an interesting piece because for the young guys, he is going to teach them how to be tough. I mean, he, if you're not, because he has that old man game, he's not jumping over a penny on the floor, but he is getting buckets. He's going to require a double team. He's, he's going to be able to talk to them and show them the way and how to develop. And then, of course, George Hill at the point guard position has, has shown so often that he can run teams and he can lead a team. And this is what those young guys need to see on a day-to-day basis is how to be professional. So those guys add so many different dynamics, Ham, to, to what it is to, to be a professional, to what it is to play winning basketball. Uh, and it, I think that those three pickups are just absolutely incredible. And I don't think you could have drawn it up any better, to be honest with you. Yeah, and adding to those two, I'm going to say that, that Garrett Temple is still your best perimeter defender. He's a guy that fits every, you know, he can play multiple positions, and he really is a guy who stands out. Uh, as a defender and can teach these guys how to be professionals. He's also very vocal, uh, you know, both with the media and sort of, you know, in social in social issues, he likes to step up and, and make his piece known. And then on top of that, Costa Kufis, he's a guy who, again, is your, your best interior defender. He's a guy who comes with his hard hat every day and he knows how to play the game and he knows his role and he's going to teach young players his role. So I think all five of the veterans really do fit this team and kind of give them, a, you know, a really nice package of mature people to, to help this young team develop on the court where they're doing all this other work off the court. So I think it's a good mix. Uh, I'm excited for training camp. I know you're excited for training camp. Uh, you know, I think the only thing, uh, you know, we're going to see Jakar Sampson and, and Jack Cooley fight for time. Uh, they may or may not play this year in Sacramento, but certainly in Reno on two-way contracts. Uh, the Kings did bring in one other young player. And, uh, man, who did they bring in? They brought in Duke uh, Duke's Matt Jones. And uh, I've heard that that dude can flat-out shoot the rock. And he can really defend. And he's kind of, uh, you know, he's a guy who, who Mike Krzyzewski, you know, taught how to play basketball, which is something that doesn't happen a lot with players in the NBA anymore. 
So I think there's just a lot. There's such a positive vibe going in. Um, is there anything that you're specifically looking forward to in this in this preseason training camp area? You, you know, more than anything, Ham, I, I want to see I want to see struggle. I, I want to see them put in positions where they're uncomfortable, and I want to see how they respond to those positions. It's always easy when you're fresh and you're feeling good and all those different things, but. What will the young guys do when faced with adversity? Will they push each other? Will they come together? There will be cracks from time to time and, and, and things that they have to go through. And if they build the family the right way, I I think that that's probably going to be the most exciting piece. I want to see them stress and I want to see how they respond to that. There we go. All right. So that is Doug Christie. You know, we're going to see what happens here. I may go Kelly Ripa on you guys and just start bringing in alternate co-host every single week and, and see what happens. But, uh, Doug, you're my guy. I, I, you're always uh, an insightful, and you have so much energy, and I can't wait to work with you this season. So uh, thanks for dropping by, and you know maybe we'll, maybe we'll make this a more permanent thing down the road, Doug. Maybe we'll work on something. Hey, I'm with you 100%, buddy. I will see you uh, at media day, and you already know the time is here. Go Kings! There it is, Doug Christie. Uh, That's going to do it for this edition of the Kings Insider Podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll have another big-time guest and uh, either another co-host or maybe a a similar one than what we saw today. So I'm James Hamm. That's Doug Christie. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.